time for your morning briefing of junior mining and mineral exploration news. You are tuned in to Mining Stock Daily. Now, reporting from the Clear Creek Digital Studios in Denver, Colorado, here's your host, Trevor Hall. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to the Mining Stock Daily Morning Briefing. I'm Trevor Hall. And I'm Paul Harris. Today is Wednesday, January 11th. Good morning, Paul. Good morning, Trevor. How are you today? I'm doing great. Uh, I was actually relieved uh, that the news day is not so full as it has been the last couple of days. Yeah, Monday and Tuesday were pretty intense. It was intense. Uh, not to need to say there's important news out today that actually I'm really looking forward to reporting some of it because there's some interesting deal making happening in the Middle East. So more on that in just a minute here. Uh, but let's jump right into it. On Tuesday, gold ended up by $5 per ounce by the afternoon Globex settlement price, despite a material move higher in the U.S. dollar index. The yellow metal ran up to as high as $1,885 before settling at $1,881. Silver curiously ended the day down $0.07 per ounce after a high degree of volatility, as the poor man's gold traded as low as $23.54 and as high as $23.90 March contract basis, and it settled at $23.72. The Mining Stock Journal reiterated that with the COMEX registered physical silver falling again, there might be an aggressive effort to tamp down investor interest in silver by attempting to hold the line in the sand at $24. The newsletter added that it's confident that silver will push through that mark and continue higher sometime in the next couple months. The mining stocks outperformed the general stock market by a considerable amount yesterday. The GDX jumped 1.86% versus a 0.7% rise for the S&P 500. Meanwhile, the Amex Goldbugs index was up nearly 2%. Speaking of mining stocks, the Mining Stock Journal will be updating one of its core recommendations in Thursday's new issue for a company that is trading at what it says is a ridiculously unreasonable fraction of its potential value based on the company's pre-feasibility study valuation and the size and grade of its gold and silver deposit. For more information, visit investmentresearchdynamics.com. We'll get to the news from the miners and explorers in a moment, but first a word about today's sponsor. This episode of Mining Stock Daily is brought to you by Arizona Sonoran Copper. Arizona Sonoran is an early-stage copper developer and explorer of the Cactus Mine and its satellite project, Parks Salier, both situated on a four-kilometer mine trend on private land in Arizona's Porphyry Copper District. Opportunity for significant growth and scale exists along the mine trend, while future CapEx requirements outlined in the Cactus PEA benefit from significant on-site and nearby access to infrastructure. The company is led by an executive management team and board, which have a long-standing track record of successful project delivery in North America. And for more information, please visit ArizonaSonoran.com. And here's what you need to know this morning. Filo Mining reported assays from two more holes from the Filo del Sol project in San Juan, Argentina, from the Aurora Zone. Uh, this news hit last night. Highlights of 1,056.5 meters grading 0.86% copper equivalent in 70A, or hole 70A, and 1,028 meters grading 1.16% copper equivalent in hole 71. Both holes ended in mineralization at a depth of more than 1,300 meters due to rig capacity. 
The company has eight holes currently underway, including 68A, the deepest ever, which is still progressing to over, (laughs) listen to this, Paul, 1,750 meters. Somebody needs to invent a really deep core rig. Philo Mining trades on the TSX with FIL and on the OTCQX with FLMMF. Holy cow, they keep delivering. Well, I think uh, Jules Verne did, didn't he? (laughs) Oh, it's me now, isn't it? Sorry. Ivanhoe Electric executed a binding heads of terms with Saudi Arabian mining company Marden. Marden explores for and mines gold, silver, copper, zinc, phosphate and other industrial minerals in Saudi Arabia and has a market capitalization of about 48 billion US dollars. The agreement sets out the framework for a strategic investment of 126.4 million US dollars by Marden into Ivanhoe Electric and the establishment of a 50-50 exploration joint venture. Marden will make available about 48,500 square kilometres of land within Saudi Arabia for exploration by the JV. Ivanhoe Electric will contribute about $66 million to the JV, of which $13 million will be used to fund the purchase of three new generation Typhoon machines, which will be owned by the JV. Typhoon is Ivanhoe Electric's proprietary electrical geophysical surveying transmitter. Ivanhoe Electric trades on the NICE American and the TSX under IE. Barrick Gold also signed a joint venture agreement with Madden for two prospective exploration projects comprising the Jabal Said South and Umad Damar license areas. These significantly expand Barrick's exploration footprint in Saudi Arabia, grow the Madden Barrick partnership, and open up potential synergies with the neighboring Sabal Said mine, an already successful 50 50 joint venture between Barrick and Madden. From 2018 to 2021, production at Jabal Said increased from 110 million pounds to 152 million pounds per year as a result of improved mining performance and process plant optimization. Barrick Gold trades on the NYSE with GOLD and on the TSX with ABX. A very interesting news that Martin would announce, you know, joint ventures with two different Canadian-U.S. companies on the same day. Yeah, well, there's the big um, Future Minerals Conference in Saudi Arabia this week. There you have it. Okay. In Colombia, Collective Mining announced assays from two step-out holes and a shallow hole drilled into the main breccia discovery at the Apollo target at its Guayab Biolis project in Caldas. Highlights included 426 metres, grading 1.51 grams per tonne gold equivalent in step-out hole 22, which also included a near-surface interval of 47.25 metres, grading 5.45 grams per tonne. Drilling expanded the copper-silver-gold footprint of main breccia more than 100 metres to the north. Athays are pending for holes 25 through 30 at Main Breccia. The company's 2023 drill programme is due to start in the coming days and it will target high-grade subzones within the Main Breccia system while also seeking to expand its size potential. Collective mining trades on the TSXV under CNL and on the OTCQX under CNLMF. Northern Superior Resources reported the remaining assays from 2022 drilling at the Arctic Fox Zone at its Philibert Gold property near Chibugamu in Quebec, which it said continued to show high-grade gold over considerable widths, a long strike, and down dip. Highlights included 10 meters, grading 5.96 grams per ton gold in hole 360, 
and 14 meters grading 2.94 grams per ton in hole 339. 23 holes remain pending. The company also has 19,000 meters of drilling to report from recently completed campaigns at Lock Surprise and Croteau East. It plans to update a resource estimate on Philibert in the next few months. Northern Superior Resources trades on the TSX Venture with SUP and on the OTCQX with NSUPF. Prime Mining announced assay results from its recently completed Phase 2 drill program at its Los Reyes high-grade gold-silver deposit in Sinaloa in Mexico. The results were from 48 drill holes in the ZT area, where the company continues to delineate and expand resources. Step-out intercepts included 10 grams per ton gold and 131 grams per ton silver over 3.1 metres. Infill drilling also returned 6.9 grams per ton gold and 33 grams per ton silver over 15 metres. The ZT structure is currently defined over more than 400 metres of elevation. Phase 2 drilling was completed in October last year and in total more than 74,000 metres were drilled in 259 holes with zero lost time injuries or material safety incidents. Combined with Phase 1 and ongoing drilling, Prime has now drilled over 100,000 metres in more than 400 holes on the project. Phase 3 drilling began in November. Prize mining trades on the TSXB under PRYM and on the OTCQB under PRMNF. Now that's a wrap on the morning briefing. It was a very busy day with corporate updates yesterday, and we have a lot of corporate updates on the docket for today, so we're going to cut it here, Paul. Uh, the Mining Stock Daily Morning Briefing is produced by Clear Commodity Network and Investment Research Dynamics Mining Stock Journal. It is distributed throughout the world through your podcast network of choice and by our friends over the Junior Mining Network. Have a great day, Paul. You too, Trevor. Thank you. And everybody out there, you also have a great day. Be well. The information presented should not be considered investment advice. Mining Stock Daily and its affiliates are not responsible for any loss arising from any investment decision in connection with the material presented herein. Please do your own research or speak with a licensed financial representative before making any investment decisions.